okay, hear me out. Just hear me out. The phrase, you can be anything you want to be in this world, is not necessarily true. Let's talk about it. Welcome to episode two of the Hymnfluencer podcast, a podcast created to equip and empower Christ followers with this one truth. The Jesus who died to live in us also died to be shared by us. And today we have what seems to be a weird one, but I promise you, if you stick with me, I'll at least explain my perspective. And as I said in the intro, I believe the phrase, you can be anything you want to be in this world is not necessarily true. As a matter of fact, and for clarity's sake, I think the phrase is just misleading. Personally, for me, I don't believe that phrase at all. And I'm willing to have discussion about that, and maybe I'm wrong and I'm seeing it a different way. But let me get into why I believe what I believe. Now, I have used this story I'm about to share before when I've, during preaching or teaching. So if you know me personally and you've heard this story before, my bad. But here goes. Uh, there was a time in my, my job where I would just want to come in, sit down at my desk, put my head down, work to lunch, get up, go to lunch, come back from lunch, put my head down and work until it's time to leave at the end of the day. And to that end, what I would do is I would, I would always drink water. So I would get the largest cup I could find to drink water, fill that thing up so I can sit down and I have to get up until I really needed to get up. So at one point, I took my big glass to the water cooler to refill it. And as I'm drinking it, I I noticed that there was just a little bit of water in the bottom. So I wanted to finish that before before I refilled it up. And because the this thing was so large, um, I had to uh, tilt my body all the way back to uh, drink the rest of the water. And as I'm there, the um, assistant is there in the by the water cooler, and she looks at the bottom of the glass and she noticed that it says Onita. I think it's pronounced Oneida. Not sure how to pronounce that. It turns out I was drinking out of a vase and not a glass. Now that simple story taught me this. When you don't know the purpose for something, you will misuse it to do something else. Sometimes unintentionally. Now can a vase function as a glass? Hey, I, I guess so. But that wasn't what it was made for. And I guess this is why Paul tells us Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial in 1 Corinthians 10. So sure, you can do it, but the real question is, should you do it? That's the real question. And when it comes to our lives, just like that vase, when we don't know the exact reason we were created, we could end up misusing ourselves, putting ourselves in the wrong situation to do the wrong thing with the life that God has given us. Now, the only way to determine the purpose behind something is to go to the one who created it. In this case, talking about a person. The only way for you to know exactly what you were created for is to find your answer from the one who created you. And this is why David tells us this in Psalms 139, verses 14 through 17. He says, thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life 
It was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. Here David is telling us how wonderful we are all made. How wonderfully we were all created. And if that wasn't enough, more than that, more than David telling us how wonderful we are created, David points out how specifically each of us have been made. Paul shares this message in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. It's a message for everyone who has received Jesus Christ in their heart as a Lord and Savior. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. And verse 10 says this, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. From these two passages and a host of others, we see that each of us have been created for a specific purpose that only we can fulfill. Which brings us back to the beginning and my premise. And let me amend my statement to give it a little more clarity. I do not believe you can be anything you want to be in this world. I believe you can be exactly who God has created you to be. I believe everyone was created on purpose and for a specific purpose. But I think there's a pitfall that individuals fall into. I know I did. I fell into wanting to be something that wasn't for me because I thought it looked like something I would want. It happened to me before I was a Christ follower and it happened after I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart. By looking at what others had, and wanting that for myself. And it clouded my life. It made me focus on achieving what someone else had. And it pulled me away from the specific race God created for me to run. Now, I have made some cool ministry connections by way of podcasts. One of those connections is a podcast called The Garden of Favor Podcast. And I'll link that down in the show notes. Hosted by Heather Shriver Burns and Heather uses her podcast to help women get their heart set and their mindset aligned with God's word so they can serve in whatever area they are having called to serve. And on one of the episodes of Heather's podcast, she said something that came back to me when I was preparing for this topic on this episode. She said two simple sentences that were so powerful. Now, I'm almost certain the first sentence you've heard before, but it's the second sentence that makes this so good. She said, not every good thing is a God thing. And then she said, and not every God thing is a God thing for me. This is that permissible and wise concept that Paul brought up. Sure, it's permissible. I can do it. But is it wise? Should I be doing it? And this is the place where I got things wrong. I thought success looked a certain way. I thought success had a certain feel. I thought success had a certain sound. And because of that measuring stick, I'd always see myself in a light where I never measured up. You know, in songwriting and music production, there's a process called referencing. It's where you listen to a song that you like that's similar to the one you're trying to create for the purpose of mimicking the level of production on the song. However, I learned very quickly that doing this requires a very delicate balance. If you're not careful with this process, you will end up comparing your entire song to the song you're referencing. And you'll begin to notice that your drums don't sound exactly like their drums and 
your guitar patch doesn't sound like their guitar patch. And that isn't the purpose of referencing. You're only there to get an idea of the production, but you end up comparing a little too much. And trust me, nothing kills your level of effectiveness in doing what God has called you to do like comparison will. When it comes to you being effective at being you, that effectiveness dies when you compare yourself to what someone else is doing. Here is the thing. You being you is essential to you effectively representing Jesus. Now, let me say the same sentence with the same words with a different emphasis. You being you is essential to you effectively representing Jesus. So let me ask you, what has God called you to do? And are you doing the exact version of what you're supposed to be doing? Or are you doing someone else's version of your assignment? Or are you ignoring the identity you should be walking in for a false identity? Are you being what you want to be? Or are you being what God has created you to be? And I want to propose this final thing to you. If you aren't loving and leading exactly the way that Jesus wants you to love and lead, then you aren't the only one who is missing out. So today I want to encourage you to be you. Consider asking yourself, have I abandoned what God has called me to do for something that looks better, something that seems better, something that seems easier, something that seems closer to attain? Am I abandoning the purpose God has created for me for something that I want to do? Because the people connected to you need you to run your race. The people connected to you need you to live out your purpose. The people connected to you need you to do the thing that God has created for you to do. And trust me, you can do it. It is the thing that God created you for. He created you for that specific purpose to lead and love the people who are around you. Thank you for spending this time with me. If you haven't already, connect with the podcast on social media. Stop by and join the conversation at the Influencer Podcast on Instagram. Remember, wherever you go, your influence matters. I look forward to being with you on episode three. Until then, keep influencing for him. <laughs>